Hello and welcome to the Free to Be show. I'm so excited to close out this year with my beautiful friend, Ulis. Welcome to the Free to Be show, or welcome back, right? You've been here before. Thank you, Cordelia. Yes, I'm happy too to be here with you and to sort of squeeze out the juiciest part of 2022 together with you here in the last sort of day before we are entering a new energy and a new paradigm. Yes, yes. And we're going to kick off talking about energy in just a moment. So I'm going to play the intro because that's usually what I do. And then we'll come back and get right into it. Okay. Love it. Welcome to the Free to Be Show. I'm your host, Cordelia Gaffar, the Replenish Me strategist. Are you aligned in your four minds? Yes, there are four. And these are the requirements. For your brain, you must sleep. And for your heart, you must stop complaining. And for your stomach, be more selective with your food. And for your yoni, you must move. So, we're in conversations about being aligned. Brain, heart, stomach, and yoni. So that you can be replenished. Are you free? Receive, replenish me. So, Ulis, do you see that? I love that. I've upgraded, replenish me. How about that? I was just going to say that. That's amazing, Cordelia. I was just going to say that is so much more in alignment with alignment. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it? Good morning, Bobby. Bobby's here with us. Hi, Bobby. um, She's a regular um, viewer of the Free to Be show. Good to have you here. Yeah. You know, I, um, I have your beautiful books here with me. Holy fuck and sacred water, the sacred connections to everything, and the sacred soul, a divine evolution through time and space. So these books can be purchased on uh, Amazon. And I highly recommend that you get them together. Um, Read Holy Fuck first. Um, I've marked some pages, but to be fair, I haven't read all of them. So I've still got this to go. It's um, like a Bible, so it and it's not, it's not written so that you're reading it from cover to cover. It's written for you also to integrate and to contemplate. So you're doing it exactly right. <laughs> Thank you. I noticed that straight away. I'm like, okay, so this isn't one of those books where it's just like A, B, C, D. Okay. And then one, two, three. Nope. It's like one of those start here, practice, live. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then come back, read that again. Exactly. (laughs) So it takes a minute. Um, And, and what I'm getting from the overall message and where I would like to begin is in the section where you talk about um, the creation of all, right? So when we think about intimacy, sexuality, and femininity, Women are the portals between worlds, right? So, Exactly. And men men can be portals as well. But uh, I'm mostly working with women. And so in in the book, we are writing both about the lingam, which is a pillar of light, like the genitals of a man. 
and we're talking also about yoni as the divine portal and the the source to sacred life so my emphasis is more on as i'm working more with women but uh both men and women are portals as we have all been living in the womb and being connected to, to the womb wisdom and the holy fuck is like the merge of the sacred feminine the divine feminine and the divine masculine so you, we need the pillar of light the lingam the 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 cock or whatever you like to call it so in in sanskrit it's called the pillar of light so you can also use the pillar of light to reactivate your inner dormant codes residing within the womb space i love that you know and and i i've been thinking about that as i have um started my tantra studies you know and tantra just meaning weaving light and sound with form it it uh the, the thing that you were saying about the lingam, I was like, oh, but of course, a man, that would be his portal between worlds as well. Of so, course. yeah, of course. And I, I guess, you know, we don't know until we do. And so, but there is something that blocks that divine connection and uh, interferes with our intimacy. Um, yes. Yes. Yeah. So tell us about that. So the way I see it, my perception is that we are multidimensional beings. And the thing that you are asking about is also multidimensional. Like there's not like one solution. You do this and it's valid for all, all the time. But um, here is the thing, like we are, we know that we are souls, right? That's also what I'm writing about in the sacred, the sacred soul book. So we are souls in our human bodies having human experiences. That means that we are having human experiences from this lifetime, but also from previous lifetimes. And not only from our own previous lifetimes, but also our ancestral lineages, my, my mother's lineage and my father's lineage. So these blockages can be a symptom, you know, as physical, right? That's how we sort of uh, make it conscious first that it might be that we are having like women, uh, that our yonis don't react when we are having intercourse or when we are aroused or uh, like the lingam maybe won't be aroused in men. So that's how we might discover it first, that there's some kind of blockage. But the blockage can also be, be on a soul level, and it can be on an emotional level, and it can be on a psychological level. So we all are carrying, we've been talking about this in the last podcast, like we have access to 5% of consciousness. So this means that we have 95% of unconscious programs, patterns, belief systems, blockages, etc. So the blockages that can prevent us from being intimate with ourselves or with others might reside within the 95% of our unconscious mind. And it's all stored within the body. Right? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's 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 not like uh, one one answer that you do this and you do do that, but it's all coming back to 
us as individuals claiming back our power, taking back our energy that we have been, you know, sort of shattered and giving away for thousands and thousands of years to come back and to the the as much as I want to expand into into the outer realms, I want to expand my business, I want to expand my human experience as much I also need to, you know, sort of moving inwards. So it's like uh this movement, I want to expand, but I also need to, as high as I want to go, as deep I need to dig. Yeah. Yeah. So if I truly want to expand, then I, I have to dig really deep and to clear out all these blockages that is causing, you know, interference in my intimacy. And we also, we are having limited beliefs about our sexuality. We We think that sexuality is only like, I know I'm a tantrika myself, and, and many people thinks, think that tantra is just, you know, fucking. It's but so tantra, much more than It's that. so much more. Tantra is uh, also like the path to expansion again. So here it's an opportunity for growth, individual and collectively. And uh, I lost a thread because there's so much information that wants to come through. But uh, so we always start to look within ourselves. We can't blame that, you know, this is my, uh, it's due to my partner or my parents that I, you know, that I don't am able to feel this intimacy with, with somebody. Yes, they might be the triggers and they might be, you know, something that you have been programmed with but then it's your responsibility to free yourself so that you are free to be and yeah here it comes and you can never be as intimate with anybody out there as you are with yourself let's pause there and i think you were coming to a natural end anyway i always love the way our energy just is like so aligned um i i want to talk about this point that you can't be any more intimate with another than you are with yourself. And um, when, when we talk about intimacy, what's coming through for me is to make it more relatable and receivable is uh, a lot of times we think about what's my partner's love language. Well, if we be begin with what is my love language? Exactly. Am I being intimate and loving with myself in that way? And then tying that back to what you were saying about our energy um, and really embodying that loving within and um, what is that? It's deepening the energy in that case, right? Within. Yes, deepening and connecting and and moving with the descending flow, the feminine flow, which has been suppressed for thousands of years. We have only been in the immature essences of the feminine and the masculine, regardless if I'm in a female body or if I'm in a male body. So the immature essences of the feminine and the masculine has, has ruled our universe or you know our part of the universe for thousands of years and the the more conscious energies of the feminine and the masculine when you're starting your inner journey 
whether it's, it's like a yogi as myself or a tantrika as we, we both are practicing or, you know, any other holistic discipline, then you are deepening the connection to yourself. You're coming back, you're taking back, you know, the energy from the headspace where most of us are living our lives 24-7 in, in the matrix, you know, running around in the hamster wheel. So to also descend into our bodies because it's in our bodies where all the wisdom is resided it's not up here in our brains it's stored you know on a cellular level in our dna and that's also what i'm sharing in in the latest book the sacred soul so it's about deepening the connection to yourself and in the descending flow so it's like when we are born right our soul it's said that our soul is coming through here through the crown chakra and then the whole journey is to to take it all the way down into the root chakra to connect with the wisdom of gaia of mother earth and the embodied wisdom in our you know root chakra and then all the way coming back up again and then when we are dying the soul is sort of leaving again up to higher realms so you can never be as intimate with anybody out there as you are with yourself and here is the first or maybe not the first but here is one giant distortion that we believe we are in the illusion and the limited belief that we want to look for love out here we want to look for love acknowledgement and being included this is like you know the human the human drive we want to be loved we want to be acknowledged and we want to be included so I'm looking out here in the outer realms for somebody else to satisfy me or for somebody else to fulfill me or for somebody else to acknowledge or love me. But how much do I love myself? Because it, we know that it's easy to love myself when I'm, you know, my ideal weight, when I'm, you know, in flow, when everything is working, when I have a great job or whatever, you know, this is also just illusions. But how much do I love myself when everything is crappy and when all these traumas and these unresolved emotions and feelings are coming up? How much am I loving myself or do I keep distracting or numbing myself as we have done for thousands of years? Yeah, and what I'm hearing also and what you're saying is when we think about that, uh, the flow of our soul, like during our life cycle, right? During our human experience, um, I liken it to the energy flows in Qigong. You familiar yes. with that, right? Where yes. it's like an ellipse, ellipsis. It's and the it's, same in yoga, yeah. Okay, so you're going like uh, root chakra and, you know, all the way up and down again. And, exactly. and so th this is where... This is the energy that we're missing when we exactly. don't have intimacy with ourselves because this is just my experience and the clients that I've worked with. We're really good from getting from here to here. It's like, oh, I'm in my heart, right? I've yes. accomplished something. Mm -hmm. And this is why I had to make it a point to create this four mind alignment because I'm like, great. Now, stomach deals with one form of desire, right? Which we're pretty, we're, exactly. yeah, we're dealing with food all day long, right? Because yes. we need to <laughs> stay alive, food and water and drink or whatever, right? And what we don't get into is our 
sacred space, right? Our yoni and lingam space. I don't work with too many men, but so that's why I say yoni. But like for me, I'm finding that the stomach and the yoni, there's another disconnect there. And that's that's the depth that we never get to. So tell us like... The way I see it is that <laughs> we are disconnected all the way. Most of us, we are disconnected yeah. and dis- misaligned. Uh, we are like disconnected from our soul, from our spirit, from higher realms, or we might just only be in sort of a mental spirituality. Uh, and and so we are. There's so many levels that we are disconnected. Most of us are not even, you know, speaking our truth. You know, uh, raising our voice, using our voice. Uh, and then there's might be a disconnection to our hearts because there's so many traumas and so many intense feelings and emotions that we have stored and not expressed. And then, so uh, in, in the yogic perspective, the, the root chakra is very much connected to your connection to your mother, right? And the third chakra, which is the stomach here in your, in your, um, drawings uh that is the connection to your father and to the masculine within you so many people are disconnected both from (laughs) the sexual chakra uh, which is the merge the holy fuck of the feminine and the masculine and we are also disconnected from the root chakra and that is also why the world is looking the way it does today because our our energy, we know that we are energy, we are energetic beings, we are spirits, souls, energy in these physical illusions that we think are real also, because our bodies are not real. We are only in the illusion that they are real because they it's also energy just vibrant, vibrating in a in a pace. Bobby's saying, I'm learning to love myself, but I am sexually active because my husband has dementia and I have to deal with a lot of emotions. Oh, okay. So she's not sexually, not sexually active, I think is what she meant to say. So she's going to get your books. (laughs) Good. Thank you, Bobby. So, um, and even though that you are in a relationship, you have your sexual force, your life force energy that is your own, so you don't need a partner, right? Uh, I just mm-hmm. want to make it clear because millions of people are live, living by their own, so you don't have to have a partner. And in Tantra, when we were talking about this energy flow, this is also how you can share energy with your partner without having sex. You are just sharing energies, moving back and forth in the feminine and the um I'm working on you. That's good, Bobby. We all are. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Thank you. And... Um, Many people also sort of make a distortion between intimacy and having sex, right? Yeah, let's talk about that. (laughs) Yeah, because intimacy, for me, this is my perception, can be, you know, so many different perspectives. Again, multidimensional. And also sex can be multidimensional. You can have so many sorts of orgasms. You can have so much different kinds of sex without even penetrating, right? Yeah. But most people think that sex is like fucking, but when we are fucking, most people are disconnected from their hearts. And this is really, truly damaging to both men and women. When we are Mm -hmm. fucking or having sex, having one night stands, you know, or 
being promiscuous and our heart is not connected. So this causes further blockages in our ionis and in our lingams. And so intimacy for me can also be like this talk that we are having here today, you and I, Cordelia. Yes. Like it's it's a space where you share rawness, authenticity, being vulnerable, you know. And so intimacy can be looking into each other's eyes, having that hard conversation, or also, you know, it can be with or without physicality or, you know, touching or things like that. So most people today that I work with, they are not, you know, intimate with themselves. Instead, again, they're searching out here for somebody to ignite them or to find the better half or, you know, we have so many limiting beliefs and even our language, how we use our language, because words are spells. Yeah, That's why they're called spellings. Yeah. Right? Oh, I didn't realize that. So okay. we cast spells every day in how we are expressing ourselves. So the disconnection is on so many levels, not only that we are disconnected between our hearts and our yonis, we are also disconnected, you know, from the feminine and the masculine and these disconnections, these separations have been planted and programmed in each and one of us individually and also collectively for thousands of years. That is why the world is looking like it does today. That is why we are upholding the energy of war and separation because we have it within us. Yeah, that's, you know, the, the other way I've heard, well, the other way, like again, and, and the clients that I've worked with in the past, I'm gonna say during the pandemic, right? is we've normalized compartmentalization, right? It's like, yes. oh, that's normal. Like when I leave my house, I use only this piece of me. Like when I go to the grocery store, I just use this piece of me when I'm with this part of my family, you know? And um, what I'm hearing you say is that for us to reconnect with ourselves, it's okay to um, just be with all your parts all of the time. Exactly, you know? yes. And, That's and the holy fuck. That's the merge. And sorry for interrupting you. And we have also in our mindsets, the way we talk, the way we act, the way we live in Western society, we have polluted the sacredness in our sexualities. So... Like, for instance, a lot of young people and adults, too, are looking at porn. Let's and, talk about that. Yes. Yeah. And many people are looking at porn. And obviously, there are porn that are soft and smooth and, and uh, sensual, right? Yes. But there is so much porn out there that is accessible 24-7 with all the internet and, and, you know, with our devices. And it happens something within you when you're watching porn and they're just fucking. Because most people in porn movies are disconnected from their hearts. And then that's the energy that they're transmitting when you're watching. And you're watching it and many young people believe, okay, so this is... This is the way it should be. This is the way adults do it. And we want to be adult, like finding myself, you know, what is my identity? And there are a lot of people watching porn and they don't even have, you know, an, 
an adult to talk to. So they have these distorted illusions what sex is about. And for us as women, our yonis are the, the divine portal. We are letting in the energy of the man when we are having intercourse. We are allowing another human being to come into our energetic field. So our yonis contains the sum of all the men that we have ever been with in this lifetime and previous lifetimes. And we have all been perpetrators. We have all been victims. We have all raped and we have all been raped in this lifetime or previous lifetime. And these programs are lingering in what I say that the 95% of the unconscious programs, right? Mm -hmm. So then we have so much distortion, pollution, which we write about in the Holy Fuck book. We have so much programs that are running on, we think, what intimacy should be or what sex should be. And we only have the access to the 5%, right? Because I know so many spiritually awakened people, but they don't use their sexual force. They don't use their prana, the life force energy, their sexuality to, to embody that spirituality. Yeah. And if you are only, you know, and it's the same thing. If you're only working with your sexuality and not with your spirituality, then, you know, then it's not a holy fuck. Then it's, then it's these gaps, these distortions that have consciously been planted into us for thousands of years. For instance, how we women should be, how we should look like. And that we spend so much money on beauty, creams, lotions, operations, you know. Uh, fashion we spend so much money out here but in here we don't really do the work do we yeah I, I love that you brought that up you know it's like uh, the investment in um, self-development it, it tends to be more outward you know it's like it is um, and it's and it's not inward and, and a lot of people wonder like What's the purpose of coaching? Well, I can just get a therapist because it's covered through my insurance, right? Mm. And, you know, over the past couple of years, I've had a lot of exposure to therapists, right? Therapy, like within my family and clients coming to me after being in therapy and stuff like that and <clears throat> versus coaching. And so I would say what we're talking about is the opportunity for that um, intimacy with self and um, self-development is, I would say, more in coaching than in therapy, because therapy, it addresses intellectually what has happened in the past, but coaching can um, bring, help you to create spells or prayers, right, to create your world for the future that you want to bring to now, and it can also help you to um, alchemize the past. And the alchemization of the past is the beginning. I would say it's the foundation of the healing that we're talking about where you can start building that internal intimacy. Yes, the way I see it, it can be both ways. This is my perception because like it 
obviously it depends on what kind of therapy you are. Like I am a yoga therapist, so I always work in oh, body. Okay, so wait, just to be clear, not yeah. talking about your kind of therapy. <laughs> exactly, this is what I'm, yeah, right. this is so, what I'm meeting. So, yeah. so, uh, so, and there are coaches that you can go to and you are just verbalizing your traumas and your emotions over and over and over again and never release them. So you can also verbalize and, and not being free. So it goes like both ways. So it's very important that you like sort of trust your intuition on who to work with, that somebody that you trust and know that, you know, this man or this woman I trust and they have been there they have done the journey before me, so they know what they're talking about. And not only like mental uh, knowledge, but really true embodied Embodies. wisdom. Yeah. Exactly. So, and, and here, here is the loop, like the negative downward spiral with all these limiting beliefs that we are having, how intimacy should be, how sexuality should be. And many of us are also afraid of our own sexuality. So that's why we are upholding the energy to suppress it by what we eat, you know, social media, by all these distractions that are out there and numbing ourselves. Because who am I if I am sexually liberated? You know, and how much energy do I have? How much yeah. energy do I have access to? What because is sexual liberation, though? Let's talk about that. But not yet. I want to take a, a real quick commercial break, if that's all right. Yes. And, and we'll come back and we'll talk about what is sexual liberation, because there's a lot of confusion around that. Yes. <laughs> be healed, be replenished in 2023. Join my new Facebook group and learn more about how to when you free your hips your mind will follow you'll be free and transcend and do it in style in your european heels yes my invitation is to join me the replenish me strategist in my new facebook group be healed and be replenished a little bit of the outward and the inward so i love it yes <laughs> So we were talking about sexual liberation. I, I guess it's also so important to to understand what I'm talking about is also from a higher perspective, from the higher self, from the soul perspective, and not talking from the ego, because obviously these are also different things. And many of us, we are not taught to or experienced to listen to our souls, to the guidance of our souls. So we are stuck in the ego, in the comfort zone, in our limited beliefs, in our limiting patterns or the way we act. And this, of course, is also creating new blockages as we were talking about earlier. So the soul is has nothing to do about like survival as the ego has. The soul is about thriving and evolution, like my latest book, like The Sacred Soul, The Divine Evolution. So it's about to take yourself out of the comfort zone and to allow what, a, you know, like pain challenges that are disguised gifts 
to to really move deep within and so sexual liberation for me my perception to answer that is that the heart must always be connected to whatever it is that you're doing like this conversation here i feel my heart i am in my heart i'm plugged in to my akashic record so everything that i'm saying is coming from a higher higher state of me a higher wisdom an embodied wisdom and then it's my my mouth that is forming these words and so they're like spells so for me the sexual liberation has nothing to do about you know fucking anybody all the time you know being that is the old energy i mean i can make love to as many as i want to if that's what i want to but i always have to be connected to my heart and to my yoni and most of us women we are not connected to our yoni and to our heart because there are layers and layers and layers and layers of different blockages between yoni and heart between our chakras mental blockages emotional blockages spiritual blockages physical blockages etc so sexual liberation for me is always with consent of my own boundaries and if i'm single you know then i have only myself to to tend to which is <laughs> sometimes easier right yeah. yes i think so <laughs> you know and i i want to slow it down a little bit i love that you brought up the word consent um and i i hope my um my mentor you know her um i had her quote in my commercial debbie yes. ward erickson she really talks about consent a lot and that is the freedom in the sexual liberation right like exactly when your heart is connected right it will limit how how many partners or if you have a partner because it's about honoring your boundaries and um and having those conversations about what consent looks like and i'm gonna break it down really really tiny it's so much so like we we just think that consent is like do you want to have sex yes or no yes it's like uh i would like to touch your right shoulder yes is it okay if i do that and then the response is yes um you can touch it with your index finger in a soft stroking pattern right this is true exactly consent. You yeah. have to be very specific about the way you want to be touched, the way you want it to be, to, you want it to feel. And that conversation, it doesn't end there, right? It's like, okay, so I'm using my index finger. Is this the type of stroke you meant? No, I meant an upward stroke. Okay. Is this, uh, is this touch too soft or too hard? It's too hard. Can you make it lighter? Right? Exactly. So it's an, a constant conversation that has to happen even if your bodies are in sync exactly and the boundaries go both ways so the consent goes both ways no i don't want to touch your shoulder i want to hold yes. your hair yes would that be okay and then you you don't think like yeah this is good you truly sink down you connect with your breathing because once again, I'm like a breathing expert since I've been doing holistic and yoga for more than 28 years. And the breath, the breath is that bridge 
that connection between the unconscious and the conscious, between the feminine and the masculine, between, you know, the headspace and the heart space. And the word breath in Swedish means andetag. It literally means to connect with the spirit. Mm. And as most of us are stressed, you know, in our day, everyday life, running around in matrix, most of our breathing is limited. And that Shallow. means our connection to spirit, to higher self is limited and, and restricted. And you cannot, you cannot descend into your body when your breath is limited. So yeah. you always have to work, you know, very conscious with your breath and with these consents. And like, you know, one second ago, it was okay for you to touch my shoulder, but now I, I don't want you to touch my shoulder. I just want to do eye gazing with you or whatever. So, and to really be able to express and not to express from the ego, this is also important, like to express. So there's, as you hear, there's so many layers to this and how I can be as intimate with myself or anybody else as I want to and how I can be sexually liberated as I want to. And if you are, you know, like multiple, if you want to have multiple partners, then you have more conversations that you need to be conscious of and doing consent with. So... Um, sexually liberated i guess it's like an individual choice but for me it's always about being connected to your heart and the connection of your heart and your yoni or the heart and the lingam because this is also one thing we women we generally we connect we cannot have sexual intercourse when we are stressed right we yes. need to be relaxed to have sexual intercourse but men can use sex when they are stressed to release that stress to have sexual intercourse. So it's like two different, you know, way of seeing how to have sexual intercourse. And then this, if you are having sex with a partner who is stressed and he's a guy and you're a woman, that stress is stored within your yoni. Yeah. So they're dumping their shit, their stress into you. That's why it's so important to be with somebody that is conscious also and connected to your heart and to have these intimate conversation on boundaries and consents. So it's an ongoing, yes. it's like a dance, you know, with the feminine and the masculine and, and, to, to synchronize it with the breath. So this whole is, you know, like a, so, it's so holistic on so many levels. So it's not like to pinpoint you do this, but most people are fucking unconsciously and it's damaging both lingam and yoni and damaging the heart and soul. And the world by extension, you know, because exactly. that energy is emanating out. We're walking around with this damage, you know, exactly. this, these infractions within. And and so that's the bigger exactly. picture, right? So to change the collective consciousness, it begins within. Um, exactly. And to add on, we have all been perpetrators in this lifetime or previous lifetimes that is stored in the 95% of the unconscious mind. And we have all been victims in this lifetime or in previous lifetime that are also stored in the unconscious, 95% unconscious programming. So, 
And I, in this lifetime, like I can take myself as an example, I was the perpetrator on myself, how I abused myself with my thoughts that I wasn't good enough, that I wasn't, you know, pretty enough, that my body was, you know, a couple of kilos extra than the illusional how you should like, look like type. So I was the perpetrator and raping myself over and over again, crossing my own boundaries. And I was also the victim. I was also the victim in, ah, oh, you know, I must earn love and, you know, I must do this and that. And that is just distortions. That is just limiting beliefs on each and one of us, how we are carrying ourselves, And we do this unconsciously. And as you're saying, this is what we are transmitting we are all like unique radio stations in different frequencies so these 95 percent unhealed and unconscious programs of being perpetrators and victims i'm transmitting out there all the time vibrating out into the collective consciousness and that's why we see how the world look like it does today how we are using and abusing ourselves others and also the planet that we are living upon yeah and, and to be clear, you know, the purpose of this conversation is to have the conversation, open the door. We're exactly. not giving any solutions. It's, it's, it's bringing an awareness. And when you listen to this, hear yourself. Where are you um, actively participating as a perpetrator? And where are you being a victim? And what is it... Um, that you can do about your 95% of unconscious behavior, you know? Exactly. And then we, it comes back to what we were saying, you know, my own boundaries. Maybe I am the one that is crossing my own boundaries. Maybe and I'm not delineating what they are too. Like I'm, exactly. I don't know what they should be or what they, exactly. you know, what I need. Yeah. And if I'm, if I'm crossing my boundaries or if my boundaries are fluid or lucid, then how can I have solid boundaries to somebody else? So that's why also, um, because again, it also comes back, this is like the red thread moving, you know, like the family and like waves up and down in, in this conversation. Then we are back to this, that we all want to be loved. We all want to be acknowledged. We all want to be included. So, Many of us, when we are in the unconscious programming of the feminine, can be like we are looking for love outside of us. Please acknowledge me. You know, please tell me that I'm beautiful. And this is also like a Western big illusion here in the Western world on how our bodies as fe females or males should look upon. Like this type, this illusion is more desirable than this one. That is just a distortion and an illusion that is created to keep us separated and busy upholding these patterns, right? And it so perpetuates it, this problem of objectification, right? We exactly. objectify ourselves, we objectify others, we vibrate in a world that's transactionally based on objectification, you know? Exactly. And to, it ends with our choice to end it. <laughs> exactly and it comes back to also like this is like one giant program that we all have we all have the capacity for love and we all have the capacity for you know 
much more things that are beyond words and that we are talking about here today. We have the capacity as we are from divine source. We are literally pixels from divine source. Each and one of us are a unique, different frequency pixel from divine source. But our programs starts when we are very, very young. If you don't do this, then you won't get that. So our the love that most of us has experienced are conditioned, programmed. Like if you don't eat up the food, then you won't get a dessert, right? Finish your homework first, then you can do that. If you tell me that you love me, then I can tell you that I love you. So the programs are also on top of it. Like we have this conditioned programs on what love is. Love as it is from its divine source is unconditional. Like I love you regardless. I love myself regardless if I, you know, have wrinkles, cellulites, if I'm overweight, if I'm too thin, if I'm, you know, have this color, that color, but this is like programming. No, I can only love myself if I'm in my idle weight or I can only love myself when I'm, you know, I'm, I'm 51. And so there's also this, this sort of strive for eternal youth. These are just distortions, illusions, limiting beliefs. And we are upholding them as we are all carrying the programs of conditioned love. Because please, I want to be included. I want to be loved. I want to be acknowledged. So we give our powers away out here. But we need to reclaim the powers back. I am claiming the power back. I'm, you know, collecting all the scattered pieces of myself and my souls that I have allowed others to sort of, you know, cross or, or take away. Yeah, just suck yeah, away. Exactly. I, I, I love that you brought that up. I, I see that we're, man, our conversation is just flying by. Yeah. You know, we're, we're coming to the end of our time and, um, you know, we have to any, do another one. <laughs> yeah. There's gotta be a part two, maybe around Valentine's day, but you know, or before that, but for those of you who are here live, if you have any questions, you know, please be part of this conversation, put your questions in the chat and, um, you know, so we can address those real time. Of course, we'll go back, you know, and do this. Uh, we, we will be looking at comments later as well. But if anyone has uh, anything that they want to put into this space while we're live, please do that. If you know, you're really resonating with what Ulyss is saying here, please uh, go out to Amazon and get her books. Um, like I said, I would start with the Holy Fuck book. And did that book just fall down? I don't know where the other one went. Um, Sacred Soul uh, is her other book. And also reach out to Ulis directly, she's on Instagram at Ulis Carlson, and um, you can ask her questions there as well. So um, I, I want to take this moment to also kind of connect the dots with why I chose the title Intimacy, Sexuality, and Femininity, because um, like we've been saying throughout the conversation, the intimacy begins within our sexuality is a physical human experience representation of our spiritual self, our soul self. And, um, and our, these are the two components 
that play a huge part in how we welcome and embody and reclaim our femininity. I feel, you know, in this time that so many of us are in our masculine and not even our divine masculine, but our immature masculine, exactly, <laughs> which is also known as toxic max masculine. And I, I want to move away from um, just uh, lowering the vibration and just you just calling things exactly as they are. Right. It's just exactly. It's just immature because we are staying in that egoic state of protection and survival and to allow it to mature we need to we the invitation and the conversation is to come into the soul state where we can thrive so yeah that's and the way i see it and the way i work like i also do karma clearing and i'm a reader of the akashic record so you can work you know, from the soul, and as the soul is residing within the body, you can heal the body and the soul through that perspective. Or you are working from the other perspective, from the body, like a tantrika or a yoga therapist, and to to heal and to align, like these um, that you so beautifully had. And I think there's even even more. Like we have, you know, the soul star chakra, and we also have the earth star chakra. So. We need to be aligned with not just bits and pieces, but to be, you know, the best and most updated versions of ourselves every day. We need to be aligned with it all, with the masculine, the feminine, with the shadow, with the light, with the unconsciousness. And to acknowledge that, my gosh, I wonder what it is that I don't even know about yet. What are my disguised, you know, gifts because in, in the yoni, this is so interesting also, in the yoni, everything is stored. Like all the most horrific deeds and traumas are stored, but also the gems, the beauty, the love, the wisdom, the, you know, when we were sorceresses and sorcerers, magicians, when we were gods and goddesses, it's all stored. But most of us, we only have access to these blockages and the 95% of the unconsciousness. So there's so many, so many aspects to this. And I could go on talking forever. And I, I truly hope, because also this, this talk that we are having is heart-centered and it's high vibrational. So it might also reactivate something in you who's listening. And that is a good thing. That is a good thing. Whether you feel bad or you feel good, it's a good thing. There's also a book called, like, To Feel to feel bad is a good start, right? Because most of us, we are so scared of our traumas, our wounds, our shadows. So we we keep ourselves on the surface. But the more access I actually have to my, we are writing about it in the whole of fuck, the more access I have to my shadows, to my darkness, the more I can transform and have access to my gifts and to my light. Yes. And it's all stored within our yonis and our lingams. And physiologically, you know, it only makes sense that this is where uh, those energies would be stored. Because for one thing, these are suspended uh, organs that they're not connected to anything but 
uh, ligaments, right? It, it's just, and, and fat cells. Mm-hmm. And so we don't have any, it's some, I'm, I, what I want to say is like, they're not grounded, right? Because they're suspended and they're also the core, right? That, that's like exactly. the, the middle of the core muscles. When we think of core muscles, we think of, I want to have like nice six pack or six eight pack, pack or yeah. whatever, right? Yeah. But the true uh, strength of the core is being connected energetically to what's suspended within those outer layers of muscle. Exactly. And, and, and okay. Yes, go on. Sorry. So the last part I was going to say is like, you know, so while people worry about having a stress belly, you can actually eliminate the stress belly by being connected on the inward part of your body while exactly. you're doing the exercise in the outward part. Exactly. And many of us, we have been, you know, abused or uh, been um, in, in sexual, how do you say, yeah, rape. And so these points and these stresses and these traumas are stored in the yoni. But then the lingam comes and can sort of press like acupressure points on these traumas that are stored in the yoni. So that's why it's called, you know, the lingam, the pillar of light, and it can transform. So the the same way that you were hurt or, um, you know, traumatized, you can also be released. And, and you can be released. With yeah, a with a conscious, exactly. That was going to yeah. say, with a conscious and heart-centered partner where you have all the consent and the boundaries and the in- intimacy and the conversations with. And whether that lingam is your own fingers or like a therapist fingers, because I also do yoni de-armoring. So whether you go to a therapist that you truly trust, you can also have these, you know, release, de-armoring the traumas. So that is so, it, the body is so amazing. The body is so much smarter than our mind because it knows how to, to heal if we allow it to heal. That's, that's also a choice. You can make a conscious choice to stay <laughs> in the ego and in the 95% of unconscious programs that we all are having, or you can make a conscious choice to evolve. Yeah. It's, it's choices so paramount to everything that we're talking about. And so, you know, my, my invitation also is to people who follow religions, right? I've had some offline interesting conversations with Muslims, you know, since I'm a Muslim, and I guess with some of my Christian friends as well. And there is a resistance to talking about sexuality. Yeah. And, you know, what I've found is actually, at least in the, the Muslim uh, tradition, there's quite a bit of literature um, and history where it honors uh, women's femininity and sexuality and actually elevates it. And that information was suppressed. Mm, I know we were, having, we were having that conversation when you were writing this book, because that's, that's when I found the stuff. And I was like, oh, my gosh, there's like, like centuries literally centuries within the islamic faith where it talks extensively about how you need to you know 
honor women's uh, sexuality exactly. and all these things. And um, so these are the things that have consciously been distorted by some people to keep yeah. us separated. And it's the same, you know, in all religious, because everything is like in quantum physics and in yoga, everything is entangled. So it's all connected. But so these truths, these possibilities have been hidden from us consciously and they are unconsciously stored within us because then they have been, you know, uh, interpreted and distorted over the years and the lifetimes and civilizations and religious, you know, and that's why we see in the world today what is going on. So that's why also like each and one of us are transmitting out into the ether, into the collective consciousness, what we are all carrying. And that's why it's so important to release because also uh, the connection to your sexuality and when you press on certain points, it can be like a highway sort of to speak to God or a highway to the universal truth. And you can get downloads like my books are downloaded in this way, coming from the Akashic Records, both, you know, from the universal realms, but also from my inner wisdom, because I've transformed the, the shadow and the, the, the wounds and the traumas regarding this. Yeah. So it can be massive. You can get downloads and you can know languages you didn't even know that you were able to speak. So, yeah, we have to talk. I, I see that we've been talking for a while now, and I don't know how long you usually do it. But oh no, we're we're gonna close out now. So yeah, yeah. I I um, really appreciate you being here and sharing your wisdom with us and inviting us to tune into our body wisdom. You know, I feel like that's really what we've been talking about today. And um, and thank you for your books and the research that you've done and you're continuing to do. Um, so, And thank you so much, Cordelia, for you, for this post, for the energy that you're transmitting. Thank you for having me. Thank you for your friendship. And thank you also you who's listening. So um, if you've benefited from our conversation, you know, sharing is loving. So share this with another heart, share this with another soul. And until next week, be free. So are you free? Do you own your part in that? Rather than lingering in shame, guilt, and despair, let's see where you can create more freedom, more joy, and replenish from within. Visit me at CordeliaGafar.com and sign up for the five ways to only create joy. Until next week, be free.